Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin is not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cabin. On today's show, we're going to be looking ahead to the Ulster Intermediate Championship quarter final clash tomorrow between Castle Rahan and Devonish from Fermanagh. The games thrown in at 1.30 in Eaterney in uh, North County Fermanagh. To look ahead to the action, I'll be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, the sports editor of the Anglo Celt and We'll hear from the Castellan manager, Brian Donoghue, a little bit later on. But um, Paul, also championship so far has been good for Cavan. Two wins for, for Drumlane has got the confidence up and the expectation is high. So we're looking for another two uh, coming at the at the weekend, starting off with Castellan. It would be brilliant now if we're sitting here doing the pod next week and there's been two wins. I honestly think that would really put an inch to the step of every football follower in Cavan. Yeah. When was the last time all three teams won the first round? I wonder if that ever happened. I was just going to say, has it ever happened? I, I can't it, recall. It's so long since since uh, a senior team actually won the first round, apart from Calvin Gales in 2017. Prior to that, 2017, 2018, it definitely didn't happen. Although Mullahorn and Killing Care both won their first. Well, round. When, when was the last time a, se- a senior team won the first round? Well, 2017. Uh, yeah, sorry, apart from 2017. 2009, maybe, with the Gales. Um, I mean, yeah, could be. Could be that far back. Yeah, so so it definitely hasn't happened since uh, at least then. And, you know, when I think back to 2009, Lavi got to the Ulster final, so they would have won the first round. So there's a possibility it happened in 2009. Um, we'd have to check back on those results. So... It would be a very rare thing, and it'd be a wonderful thing if 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 both teams could win this again to to progress, just like Drumlane have done. Probably the best chance of it is Castle Rahan. Like, there's an expectation here because Castle Rahan, you know, were recent senior champions, double win, you know, winning back to back senior championships in Cavan. Um, there is an expectation that they have all the tools necessary to to go and have a really good run at this. Yeah, well, I know they've prepared very well, but I'm very cautious about saying anything like that about a team going into an Ulster club because I've been born so many times. For Rammer last year, all the talk was, oh, the lads are really tuned in for this. The lads are really up for this. And and you've heard it year on year, really. You hear it about the senior champs. You've heard it about Castle Rahan. heard it about uh, other teams. Crutchlaw didn't get a, get a crack at it. So I'm a little bit wary of that. You don't know until you see when they go out in the field. Uh, and the same goes for Garner as well. You just don't know until, until you get out there and get a look at it. But it's been a long run in. Brian Donahue was saying that, that the things have gone very well. Talking to other people in Castoran, they said that things have gone well. And they've had some good challenge games. Now, I understand they played road in a challenge game. Um, 
you'll hear Brian, he, he says something like, we went to the Midlands for a challenge game, we went, then we went to the West for a challenge game. So it was ultimate, <laughs> ultimate not giving anything away there from, from the manager. But uh, I think they played road from Alfie. I don't, you won't mind me saying that at this stage. Um, and and I think they beat road as well. So that bodes well because they're the senior champions obviously down there. So um, yeah. it's interesting, I suppose. Again, just like in the senior, I think there's a good few parallels between both teams. Yeah, um, do you know what the digging in that I I done on it? I it was limited enough, I suppose. But what I could find out was kind of the the results for for Devonish, and they came through the the group stage on unhindered. They won all three games and won them. Smallest winning margin was four points. Um, that was in round three where it won at ten points to six. They won round two by two goals and run won round one by eight points. Um. Got into their semi-final, straight through to their semi-final, and they won it very, very easily, 315 to, to 110. And then in the county final, they had six points to spare. Um, so they looked like they were never really challenged in the intermediate championship. And I suppose when you look back on the history of the club, they are a strong senior club usually in, in Fermanagh. Yeah, that's exactly the right way to describe them. Like their intermediate championship win this year was the first ever intermediate. They've won 10 senior championships since 1960. So sometimes you see teams in their record is a bit padded because they're winning them back in the 20s. And you know, but they've won it, they've won in reasonably modern times. They've won 10. They had a great run in the 60s. They won uh five championships in the 60s. Then they won from 85 to 96, they won another five. And they were they were in finals. They were in a senior final as recently as 2017. Mm. Uh they were beaten by Derry Gonley and uh they're they're a team that has provided a lot of very good county players over the years. Like famously PT Tracy, who was like one of the godfathers of, of Fermanagh football, one of the first Fermanagh players to play for Ulster. And he Fermanagh's uh, biggest claim to fame is is winning the All Ireland Junior title in 1959. Back when that was a really big competition, and uh, PT Tracy played on that team. So they, he came from Devonish. They're they're a country club. Uh, I heard them described as a really sort of raw bone men you know they're they're rough and ready country lads in some ways um and they don't lose anything for that like they're a really good uh tight-knit proud club and would have been i i heard what the description i was given of them was that they're a really passionate club and and they're a blue blood club as in their you know their their royalty really in fermanagh they've they've won 10 senior championships to play in other finals they're fifth in the role of honor um, they've actually won more than, than Derry Gonley have won so that'll tell you where they lie yeah and they they're, they're, they're definitely going to be again I'm, I'm cautious of, of throwing this out there all the time but they are going to be stiff enough opposition for, for Casa Rahan but I st- I'm still going up with a huge expectation of of or maybe optimism going up to to um, Edirne on, on Saturday afternoon like I I know that this isn't the same Casaran team that that won those finals, but there's a lot of it is still available. And one of the things that I'm I'm hearing about them or read about them in, in some of the match reports was they throw in a big man called Matthew Jackson into the full forward line and pepper some high ball in around there. And I don't think I'm just trying to think back. I know David Brady went in and they dealt with that fairly well, but it, that was in the county final when kicking wasn't the right option at that stage. Um, will Will Castle Rahan with the absence of Fergal Riley be able to manage that sort of a tactic? Well, I thought they handled Brian McGee reasonably well, like over the three games. 
Um, because Brian was devastated in other games in the championship, so uh, but they don't kick in that type of long hanging ball on top of Brian McGee to Holland. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, that that has often been regarded as an Achilles heel. I think for Castran is that like mm. the lack, lack of height in their defence. Um, yeah. and like Edo Cole, for example, has has a great record against Castran. Like when they were clashing in big senior championship matches, Edo always seemed to be able to do damage against. Again, now he did damage against a lot of teams, but he he, he always seemed to make hay against Castellan. So yeah, that's a possibility. But um, to give you a little bit of information that I have gathered on on uh, Devonish, obviously Marty O'Brien is the manager, who's the former county player. Still pretty young, but got a lot of injuries and had to pack it in. When he was playing with Fermanagh, he was he was one of the hardiest lads that played with Fermanagh. Class, tough, tough as nails, long, flowing black hair, bombing out of the half back line and. And bodies hopping off him. Uh, he's joined by Sid Mulrone on on the management now. That's worthy of note because obviously he's Barry Mulrone's father. But he was a selector in two thousand and four when when Fermanagh got to the All Ireland semi final. So he's got a lot of experience there as well. Um, their main their main scoring threat I've been told is Terry O'Flanagan up front. Uh, they've also got Jason Love in the middle of the field. He's a big man, hardy campaigner. Uh, and both those lads are veterans. They'll be there a long time. And like a lot of country clubs. You see a lot of the same surnames. Like it's really a lot of these country clubs are basically a dozen families backbone in a club, and like you've got Chris O'Brien, Joe O'Brien, Vincent O'Brien, JJ O'Brien. You've Marty O'Brien uh, as manager. Finn O'Brien at centre back is a very good player. He's one of the younger lads coming through. So Lurkin I, is the man marker. There's another, yeah. So we're gonna you, you do see that a lot in those clubs where one name will be popping up all the time. Uh, so yeah, I th- I think they're pretty formidable, and the fact that this is the first intermediate title, there, mm. there's quite a bit of expectation around them in Fermanagh because they wouldn't be seen as an intermediate team. Yeah, and and that's what it's it's potentially a massive banana skin here. Like, I think again, Cavan's recent history and and maybe reshuffling of the championships will have Castleran going in here as favourites, but. This isn't this isn't your ordinary for man a team coming out. This isn't just uh, the the kind of type of team that will never win a senior championship. Devonish can bounce back up again as we've seen them done in the past or seen them do in the past and and compete at senior level. So it's it's a massive massive um I suppose massive opportunity for Devonish to come come through and they'll be given the fact that they've won ten senior championships like it it. It completely blips out, um, or 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 shadow throws a shadow over the two. The Castle Ran of one in Cavan, they'll they'll be like a, a Mullahorn almost in terms of in twenty eighteen that an Ulster Intermediate Championship was the only thing that would really be worth winning for them in the year. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. Like they're like Castle Ran in that sense that they're not they're not a kind of up and coming team that's come up from junior ranks or anything. That with a young team and. Enjoying their first uh, sort of sweep of victory as a as a club, which we've seen in the past with the likes of say Drumgoon or even Red Hills to an extent coming up through the ranks. Uh, that's not the case with this Devonish team. You know, if you're to, if you're to box them off into a certain profile, I think themselves and Castran go into a similar profile. There are teams that are punching really really strongly at senior level for years and slip down, but wasted no time getting back up. So. Again, it's like the it's like the senior game, very evenly matched. Teams coming from similar places, uh, and it, it's going to make it really interesting. A big thing for Castellan is I think, apart from Fergal Riley, they have no injuries going into this game. 
which is a which is a big thing as well. Like to have everyone available, everyone tuned in, uh, they should be able to put their best foot forward, and that that's huge. Like, yeah, it it, it definitely is. In order for them to to step up, the pitch in fairness in Edinburgh uh, last year, it was where Butler's Bridge played Steelstown in the Ulster semi final. So the pitch is very good, I have to say. Um, it's almost cut out of the side of a hill, but it it looked like this time last year anyway, it was in 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 good condition. Um, it was windy, but and and I'd expect the same given the weather that we're seeing today, but. The, the 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 surface itself is 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 good for football. The experience that's in this Casaran team, I think, will suit the conditions that should be there in terms of decision making on the ball, not forcing something. Um, but they're going to need big performances, and I think the middle of the field with David Wright and, and uh, Cormac Daly, I think that's going to be the the, the first and. A, a first battleground that they have to go out and try to dominate there because if they can win enough possession on that middle toward they're going to put Devonish on the back foot yeah look I think when we think about Kassaran uh, over the years like their their defence and their midfield has has kind of always been their, their power base um, when they had Mackey and they had maybe Ronan Flanagan even though Ronan played in the half back line a lot in his career but when they had those lads up front I think they packed more of a punch up front I think Ocean O'Connell is doing a lot of heavy lifting this year now, as he always has done, but I don't think he's as much help. Kia McCabe, a really good uh, player who's who's solidified himself there in the team, but they don't have the same score and threat from play, I don't think, as, as they used to have. So they've had to learn how to win these games a little bit differently. Carl Crosgrove hasn't had a good run in the team, really. He was away and he's been coming on in games. He's starting some games. So he's a player, as like you said in your match report, like he'll, he'll knock over two or three points play for you generally when things are going when when he's on his game like so you'd be hoping now with the extra few weeks as you as you said in your preview as well Damien that that Cosgrove will get back to back to full fitness because he's I think he's a super super player um Port McGarren's had a very good year there as well like a player that's been there for years and when Casaran had a really really strong panel he was a squad player come playing some games coming on in some games now the panel is not as deep but he has nailed down his place. I think he's done well there as well. So, um, yeah, I, I still, I still, do, I don't see Casran putting up a, a, an outrageous score uh, at the same time. They're averaging fourteen points a game going into this into this uh, match. Derrick or sorry, Devonish are averaging fifteen, a little over fifteen points a game, fifteen point four. Casran conceding ten point five. De, uh, Devonish conceding eight point four. The stats are. In Devonish's favour here, um. But again, you kind of this is the the, the tough thing about particularly intermediate and junior provincial championship. You don't know what the level of opposition Devonish have come through against. Like on paper, it looks like they won that without a test. They won that that junior or that intermediate championship in for man without a test. Castleran have been tested. You take back to Castleran, Cuhullen semi final replay and the drawn game and even in the county final they were tested so that should stand to Castellan I think so too and like we also have to point out the fact that generally the standard in Fermanagh Intermediate if we're to, to judge the Ulster club results hasn't been great now I know you, you're about to probably jump in and go hold on you bollocks you, you always say that that you can't use that as a gauge but I think he can in junior and intermediate 
because it's a level playing field for the most part. Teams are coming in and getting their first crack at this. Um, and in I know it's not like Cavan have dominated, but the only Fermanagh team to even make a final of that is Liston Ski, who uh, who actually won the All Ireland that year back in, in 2010. So that would suggest that that it's a little bit a little bit off. Whereas with Cavan, like um, Mullahorn were in the final of it not that long ago. Uh, Lavi were in the final of it. Balnia won it, and Dragoon were in the final of it. So. W- w- why we haven't torn up any trees, we're, we're a lot better than 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 uh, the Fermanagh representatives in in general. Like we've been making a final maybe every five years and that. Mm, true. Let's hear from the Castlerahan manager uh, Brian Donahue. Okay, so I'm joined on the line here now by the Castlerahan manager Brian Donahue, who is uh, gladly taking our call here. A couple of days out from a massive Ulster Championship. Intermediate match against the Fermanagh champions, who are Devonish, a team who would have been regarded as a powerhouse of of, of senior football in Fermanagh, and uh, now find themselves as the intermediate winners, kind of like Castle Rahan. So, Brian, how have, how have the preparations gone? You've had a good run into it. How are things going up in in Fair Park? Uh, very good, Paul. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the call. Um, yeah, no, look, it's been the five weeks. Uh, we we took the first week just a couple of days chilling out the last. Um, had a bit of R and R, etc. But uh, we're ready now. Training has gone well, and we have a full hand to pick from. So I guess we're looking forward to the challenge ahead. I suppose from the, from the outset of the year, Castlerahan were on the shortlist for winning the, the intermediate championship. And you said to me before that you know the the players were very hurt by losing their senior status. So there's there's really uh, no doubt about it that Castlerahan. Their goal for the year was to win the intermediate championship. Does it? Does that mean that we are now in bonus territory, or did you have a hard job to um, get the lads to tune back in, or, or do they see this as a real as something that would be a great accomplishment? No, definitely, definitely, uh, no problem at all. Uh, realigning, uh, realigning focus, Paul, and uh, setting our targets for a new championship. Uh, this is not bonus territory for us at all. Um, it's a brand new competition. We are putting our best foot forward, and um, we'll be we'll be going going headed for the for the win now on Saturday. And um, look at you're playing all the different champions of the different countries in Australia. I think it's a fantastic competition. Uh, and uh, myself were down at the, the launch a few weeks ago, and you can just you know you can feel the buzz that night. There's uh, reporters around. There's photographs being taken, and. Uh, we really aim to represent Cavan now with, uh, with, a, with, a, with a solid performance on Saturday uh, down in Edney. So um, bring it on, I guess. This this uh, Devonish team, obviously, they're managed by Marty O'Brien, former Fermanagh player. Um, I don't know a, a whole lot about them. I'm sure you've done your homework on them. How do you evaluate them? I, I presume they're they're going to be a pretty formidable outfit. Yeah, definitely. They're very formidable. Uh, they're physically strong. They have the O'Brien, they have the Flanagan. Uh, they have a huge physical pairing in the middle of the field in Love and Mulrone. Uh, Robinson will probably feature as well. And then they have a bit of youth as well with Jamie Flanagan in the full forward line. And a uh, very exciting player coming from the halfback line is Finan O'Brien, who um, I know there's big hopes for him and for Mana. There's a good bit of pace to him. So, um, I, as you said earlier, they're definitely a stronghold in uh, for Mana football. We're, we're under no illusion. It's going to be a very tough challenge ahead. Uh, you mentioned that you've got every everyone to choose from. I know at different times you you use an awful lot of players um, in the league and in the championship, which is something Castran hadn't done. But you you give everyone a chance. You unearthed some new players. Some new players in the Castran team have have stepped up and are now um, filling leadership roles in that team. So, 
do you, do you expect your starting team to be something similar to the county final or have any lads made a bolt for the team in the in the intervening time? Uh, I think I think we'll be quite similar, Paul. Um, uh, we, we have a lot of experience in the team and definitely it's a bit of youth with, uh, with McGarty and, and Henry and Kia McCabe, you know, solidifying themselves uh, in the team. It definitely brought another uh, another few arrows to our bow. Um, you know, training has gone well. I think the lads are hungry. Um, we're, we're, we're ready now. So I guess we're just looking forward. You know, it's been a couple of weeks and... Um, Obviously, we knew it was going to be the 12th from, from way back, so you plan ahead accordingly. And um, now we're just looking forward to the battle ahead. And, and I, I, I'm under no illusions that it is going to be a serious battle, Paul. You know, this is a, this is a strong opponent. They're at home. It's obviously in the, in the county of Fermanagh, and uh, we have to travel. So, you know, we have to get all that logistical stuff uh, aligned on the, on the day. <coughs> you've, had, you've had a longer running, Brian. You, you touched on it there. And Damien was talking about it to myself earlier on on the other podcast. Um, ideally, would you? Is there a preferred time frame you'd like from a county final into an Ulster game? Is, is four weeks too long? Is two weeks too short? Um, how do you feel that has played out for Casaran? Um, I, I, I think um, I think it's, it's just tricky. It just depends. It depends how your season has went or how the momentum went through the championship. Like. We had, we had three games in 14 days with the Coholland, um, with the Coholland replay, and I think that stood to us that we're, you know, we're pretty battle hardened now. Since that, obviously, we've had to, we've had to stop it down, you know, down the mountain to come back up again. So, picked up a couple of games, and I think those couple of games will stand to us hopefully in our preparation. Yeah, I know, I know that um, you are you are active on the challenge match circle. You probably don't want to give too much away, but that, they went well for you. Yeah, definitely. We were in the Midlands uh, a few weeks ago, uh, midweek. Uh, funnily enough, it ended up one of the better nights in between all those stormy days. And that was a great challenge to get. We travelled down and then we went west last week. So, look, at, uh, we, 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 feel, we feel we're in a good place. But I guess you never know. You know, it is on the day, as they say. You can, you, you can check all those boxes off. But uh, I guess I'm looking forward now. Hopefully, fingers crossed, all goes well. And finally, Brian, um, I suppose a provincial club championship is is unique. We we're all used to playing leagues and, and championships, and some lads are used to, to being involved with with county football and Ulster championships and minor under twenty senior. But a provincial club championship is unique. It's something that that clubs won't generally get to experience very often, unless they're extremely successful clubs. So, what what do you think will be the difference in winning matches in this? compared to winning matches in the county championship or is there a difference? Um, the, the difference the difference could be just uh, maybe um, annexing the most of your opportunities because uh, the standards now will go up that little half second that you might have in a group game let's say coming through your respective county you won't have that now you know you're going to be really against you're going to be against the top defence uh, from all these different counties uh, most teams will have strong formidable uh, midfield and uh, for me that will be the difference it's just creating good chances and executing them from good from good locations and good positions you know it really is the holy grail of most attacks um, along with the element of surprise that you can just bring bring that to your bring that to your armory ok well listen we hope that Katsaran can do can do that on Saturday we're going to be at the game Really looking forward to it. Wish you the very best of luck, Brian, and thanks for for taking the call this evening. Hopefully catch up with you after the game on Saturday. That's brilliant, Paul. Appreciate your sentiments, uh, all of you. Thank you very much.
Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. So in is at one thirty. Um, I suppose we, we'll jump into prediction time then, Paul. What do you reckon? Going to start the weekend off on a high. Yeah, I'm going to go with Castran to win the game. I don't see why not. Um, it'll be disappointing if they don't because uh, they've got so much experience. I think that's one of the biggest factors when it comes to Ulster club as well as experience. Like, um, don't get carried away. Just go out and and accept it for what it is. It's winter football and. It, um, it's knockout football. You want to keep the journey going, and and you know you do see teams that sometimes come in on, on a bit of a roller coaster. I don't think Castellan will do that. Obviously, Castellan probably have unfinished business as well with with provincial competitions because uh, they didn't really do themselves justice in their two cracks at the Ulster Senior Club. So, I'd like to think that that the Castellan lads will will uh, get a crack at this Ulster title, and it has to start here. So, I talking to Brian like he he hasn't tuned in, um, very. Very measured manager, um, knows the approach he wants to take, and you can hear you can hear by him there like he's really looking forward to it, and he feels that the players are in a good place. So all the signs are good. So I I'm I'm optimistic. So uh, everything else being being equal and not knowing a terrible much about about Devonish, I'm going to go with Casera. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 going to go with you on that one. I uh, I think that that Casera's experience is the key part here. Um now I I do believe Fergal Riley is is a is a massive loss to the group. I think that that's something that's going to be going to be hard. Sorry, it's, it's impossible to replace the uh, the level of ability and the level of player that, that Fergal is. But I do think that Castellan have a vast amount of experience of going deep into years, you know, making county finals, winning county finals, getting ready for Ulster um at senior level. So I think like a player that we keep on forgetting about because he slots back in at centre back, but I think Ocean Kiernan is going to absolutely be unmarkable at intercounty or at sorry at club level in, in an intermediate championship. I, I just I think that we'll see him step up to another level as the ground gets a little bit softer, as as conditioning becomes maybe a wee bit more important. I think we'll see Oshin go on to another level here, and I think that could be key. So I'm going to back the 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 Castellan lads to get over the line. I think that they've got a, a great opportunity in front of them. And once a, I keep on saying this, once you're up and running in Ulster, it just gets back into routine. Then it's a, and it's a, and it's a very short routine too because it's it's weekend on, weekend off, weekend back on again. So it can all be over and done with fairly quick, even when you're successful. But Castellan will want this run and I think it's it's a run that they deserve to get on but they've got to get over the line on Saturday and I think that they're going to do the business so looking forward to that one it's a double a double thumbs up from the We Are Calvin podcast for Castellan uh, don't forget if you want to check out our preview of the Gauna 
Enniskillen Guild game, you can check that out on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. We also look back on last weekend's action where Drumlane got the better of Clonus in the junior championship quarterfinal down in St. Chirnus Park. Um, Paul, before we go, a couple of things. First, to mention a congratulations to Cavan Man over in San Francisco, Frankie Dolan, who has been inducted into the um, San Francisco GA Hall of Fame, I suppose. No surprise there. It was always going to happen. A man just steeped in GA. Oh, brilliant. I didn't actually realise that. That's fantastic news. Congratulations to Frankie. Um, I know Lachlan Egan was, was singing his praises when we did the, the pod the other day, talking about the John Joe statue that, that Frankie had generously supported back at, at the very start of the process. So, um, the, uh, GA man to his core. Brilliant. A great player for Cavan and Tempoport in his day, I understand as well. So, uh, delighted to hear that and I hope he, hope he enjoys the celebrations and, and all the family yeah whatever that I see uh, Ben Kieran in, in, in on the celebrations with him over in uh, over in San Francisco but congratulations Frankie a, a gentleman and a great gale for, for Calvin so congratulations on that the other thing is I think there may be just a few tickets left they went to individual tickets but anybody listening in over in the UK the Friends of Calvin in London they have that um, that ball going on on the 19th that's next weekend uh, Saturday at 7pm in the Park Plaza River Bank um, in London um, comedian Aidan Tierney and Pat Spillane not a comedian but funny enough at times um, is going to be there on the night as well as a, a, a huge array of Cavan um, GA people coming over for that one so if you want to get in contact with any of the committee the stuff is up on Facebook there you can buy tickets still for that event I think there's a few individual tickets left but you'll see all of the posts on social media for that one so it'd be great to keep supporting that event as well Okay, so that's all we've time for. Um, Paul, thanks a million for your time. We'll be back next week looking at all of the action from the senior and intermediate Ulster Club campaigns for Castle and Gowna and looking ahead to Drum Lane's Ulster Championship semi-final as well. So don't forget to stay with us and we are Kevin.